everybody. How are you? It is Thursday. Quick check. Uh, November 19th. And uh, it's the Thanksgiving before... It's the Thursday before Thanksgiving. It's not the... Th- it's the Thanksgiving before Thanksgiving. Squeeze the squishy brain to think the thoughts. Um, so it's the Thursday before Thanksgiving Thursday. And... Uh, we're all excited about that, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Keys! Pants off, dance off. Welcome aboard, Keys. Greetings, David. I'm glad you made it. Hello, Sister Sue. Oh, holy Toledo. Today, I was feeling a little sluggish. I got a terrible night's sleep. Everybody, I get it. You tuned in to hear about my sleep. And here it is. Pick. Greeting. It's first Friday. Um, Don, good to see you back on the stream. Keith, greetings to you in Florida. Christopher, hi. Scott, greetings. Um, and Bob, greetings from New Hampshire. Nine degrees there. Oh, that's chilly, William. Uh, hello, Thursday. Just another day in paradise. Flavia, you're exactly right. Just another day in paradise. I didn't get such a great sleep last night, but what does that matter? I'll sleep tonight. <laughs> if you can't sleep one night, you just sleep the next night. So today I've been walking around as if in a dream. Is it a good dream or a bad dream? Um, I can't really decide. Friends came over, took a little walk, had a bacon and egg sandwich. What a day. Uh, Rich, it's not Friday yet, but it is Friday in our minds. It's first Friday. Thursday is the first Friday. And then we have Friday, which is the second Friday or traditional Friday as you might like to call it. And then we've got Saturday. Never seem to beat keys. <laughs> Take your pants off. Yeah, Ed, you've got to really you've got to really get your pants off quick. If you wanna if you wanna get in on the, the pants off action. Well you don't have to. You could just you could go around all day with your pants off. It's a bit cool cool here today. It's cooled down. I didn't I don't think I'm going for a dip in the sea today because um, I'm feeling a little tired because of my poor night's sleep. But so, let's check the fun meter. Mm, it's only at medium right now. Well, I hope we can turn that around by the end of the day. Uh, uh, so, as you know, the show is live on Facebook, where we're, we all meet each other. Um, so, uh, this here on Facebook, you can watch the show. You can also watch it on Periscope, and where I don't see the comments as I go, and uh, YouTube where very few people watch it on YouTube, but some people watch it there, and uh, the comments there are mostly from uh, people who are promoting some kind of porn uh, site or ladies dating. Let's just say it's... Anyway, I, I can't patrol everything. I can't be in charge of everything. And I can't let myself... I can't allow myself to become discouraged, not this late in the pandemic. Not when we're this close to a vaccine. Oh, my goodness. That's just going to be right around the corner. Um, so I, I have been reading the news. There's yet a third vaccine out there. It's not whether or not you're going to take the vaccine, but which va- vaccine are you going to take? It's like we're going to go to a bar, and they're going to have uh, all the different vaccines you can get, and you're going to have to decide which vaccine you want. Um, <laughs> Bob, you sorry you missed yesterday. You had so much to contribute on camels. Well... Camel races in Qatar you went. Oh, that's an interesting story. Well, next Wednesday will be another hump day, and that'll be Thanksgiving Eve. 
Uh, I don't know if Lady Jerry will be in attendance on Thanksgiving Eve, and I think we probably will take Thanksgiving off. Um, in fact, I'm sure of it. Uh, so, but next Wednesday, we will have another hump day. <laughs> what time is it right here now, Dave? You want to know? Um, it's uh, 3.06 uh, right here in California by my watch on November. It's still November 19th. Um, <laughs> my sister, Sue, you're going to have a top shelf vaccine and a vodka tonic. Yes, well, let's get the top shelf vaccine. There's no sense skimping on the vaccine because you're only having one, so you might as well make it a good one. Um, Bob's saying he's got a one of his biggest, best customers used to be the biggest producer of porn back in the 80s. Mm. The porn back in the 80s, that was when you'd still get porn on a VHS, eh? Pre-DVD. And now, of course, I don't know, I don't know how you make any money on porn. It's free on the uh, everywhere. Uh, pick, yes, you're right. YouTube has lots of spam comments on every post. You can't avoid this. You can't avoid the spam. You can't avoid it. Haters going to hate. Spammers going to spam. What do you got? That's all you, that's all you got. If you're going to be a butter dick, there's no better place to do it than the Internet. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm three hours and one minute in the future, uh, Dave. That is correct. Ed, your sister, 65 years old, works in a hospital in Indiana. They're telling her that they might get a vaccine in about a month or so. Wow, that is exciting. Um, and I hope that uh, the first vaccines, uh, obviously, are going to go to people like your sister, people who are working in hospitals around sick people. We need to protect them first. And, of course, our uh, our other first responders. In Dubai, you saw camels racing with what looked like robots on them. Keys, well... <laughs> Well, one day we've we've perfected robot camel jockeys, and the next step is to perfect robot camels, and then the next step is to wonder why we've made robot camels when we could have just been watching robot cars race around, and then the next step is the robots realizing why are we racing around to entertain these meat puppets when we could be conquering the universe, we could be exploring outer space. I have to say, if we're going to outer space. We're going to have to download our consciousness into into robot rockets. Um, and I don't know if you listen to the Bobaverse books on uh, Amazon, uh, or well, it's known by Amazon, but it's called uh, Audible. Uh, the Bobaverse books are quite good science fiction books in the future, and they they talk about sentient rocket ships that explore the universe because robots are built to explore outer space uh, machines, but not people. We're, we evolved to live on Earth, if you believe in all that. But uh, that's, a, that's a story for another day. Today I've got some turkey facts. I was hoping that Lady Jerry would show up. Um, <laughs> wow. They do have robots riding uh, camels. The inter- international community got on their case because many foreign orphans were dying when they used to use them. Uh, Bob, wow. That is a good... I, I hope that, that we're still talking about... Um, yeah, we are talking about camels being ridden by robots. Bobby, I can't wait to hear those porn stories, that Milton Berle story you've got. Uh, holy crap. <laughs> when I, as soon as I figure out how to zoom people into the show, then uh, you're going to be in, uh, in business. Yes, Bob, if you read about artificial intelligence, it is scary. And that's why we need to think about how we're going to download ourselves into robots so that we can fight 
our robot overlords for control of the remote control so we can watch what we want to watch and control our robot camel jockeys riding our robot camels. Um, Uma, you're signing in to check the results of your varinus test now. Wow, this is exciting. We're going to get live on... I don't know. If you test positive, it's going to be a bit rough for all of us in Keys. So I think we all know what we're rooting for here. Um, we're supposed to have a Thanksgiving menu discussion. Um, yes, that's right. So what we are having for Thanksgiving, and I think I can discuss that, is turkey. I'm going to roast a turkey. We are only having ourselves, which is there's three of us in our family, and the neighbors and their two kids over. So that is a total of seven, if you're keeping track at home. And uh, there's some people who may not eat very much turkey, so I may just get a turkey breast and roast that as opposed to a whole turkey, but I haven't decided yet. Um, then I'm going to make stuffing, but I'm going to make the stuffing in a pan so that the vegetarians can also have their pan-free stuffing. I'm going to make the gravy with the turkey juice drippings because, come on, gravy. I'm not making vegetarian gravy, but it, I do have to s- supplement it with some stock. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have turkey stuffing, gravy. Um, we're going to have garlic mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, and um, spinach madeleine which if you Google spinach madeleine, one of the better recipes is the River Road recipe for spinach madeleine. Um, test is negative, Uma. Congratulations. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, Keys, also negative. Boy, you guys are killing it, or not killing it over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Don, the Boston Dynamics robot freaks you out. They've got a weird robotic dog, and they've got a, several of those Boston Dynamics robots. They have one that looks like a a chimp kind of that does black backflips, but we're still on the Thanksgiving menu. So turkey stuffing, garlic mashed potatoes, um, cranberry sauce, and spinach madeleine, which is cheesy spinach, and it's got a Ritz cracker crust. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Trailer park, uh, delicious. It's Belinda Lady Jerry was not so keen when she heard about it. But as soon as she tasted it, she wished that I'd made extra. So that's going to be the menu. And then uh, I think our neighbors are going to go out and get themselves a store-bought pumpkin pie that we're going to have for dessert. Store-bought, but from the place here called the Earth Cafe, which there's several of them in Los Angeles. And they make a pretty great pumpkin pie, which I I would hazard to guess is not made on-prem, that they outsource from somewhere else and then rebrand with their own thing. Uh, recipe for wild rice and sausage stuffing, if you want, Uma. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, I'd love that recipe. I don't think I'm going to make that this year, but I would <laughs> cream a monkey paw soup just like Grandma used to make. That sounds delicious. Um, no, we're not do- we're not doing monkey paw soup uh, this year. Um, when I make my post Thanksgiving turkey sandwich, don't forget the piece of gravy soaked bread in the middle. Mmm. The moisture maker. Uh, yeah, you do need something to get moisture. Oh, Josh, you tested positive this morning, so you're a little bummed, but seeing me is cheering you up. Well, I'm happy to hear that, Josh, but uh, oh my goodness, take care of yourself, and I hope you remain symptom-free, and uh, I'm not a doctor, so I can't give you much more advice than that, but do take care of yourself, and I hope you've got someone to help you in your isolation, which is probably going to be 
unpleasant if that's the least of it. White is going to try a 10-pound turkey in the nin- in ninja foodie. I don't know what that means, but I don't think you want to do bl- I don't think you want to blend a turkey. That is that's not a good idea. Oh, crown roast of Frankfurters, Dave. That sounds like a recipe that I could have handled in my bachelor days, and uh, a spinach madeleine would really class that up a little bit if you uh, if you can manage it. So I did. Doesn't look like maybe Lady Jerry's going to make it today. So I've got some turkey facts. Uh, oh, Lady Jerry, you coming in? Yeah, I'll be there. In a oh, no, she is going to make it. So I'm holding off on the turkey facts until Lady Jerry can 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 arrive. But let me tell you this: here's some good news. The fun meter just went into the red zone. How about that? In anticipation of my wife showing up, fun meters in the red zone. <coughs> the fun machine is warmed up, and let's check my temperature to make sure I'm this. I don't have a COVID test. I've taken several, always negative, and now I'm taking my temperature to see what I've got there, 97.5. So I'm fine here. Um, just coming to say a quick hi. Elderberry juice, Dave's recommending. Well, he was coming to say yeah. a qu- hello. Yeah, I'm coming to say Do you have time for hello. some... Hello. Mm-hmm. Do you have time for some uh, turkey facts? Uh, yeah, you can hit me with a couple of turkey facts. Come on. Hi, everybody. Turkeys. How's your... Wait, is it? No, Thursday, goodness. First Friday, we call it. Oh, first Friday. Well, today you were saying Thursday again, or well, it's Thursday. It just feels like it was just Thursday, and now it's Thursday <laughs> no. again. And you'd think the time would really be slowing down because you know, but yes, it's well, it's sort of slowing down and speeding up and going around in a blender, and it's just oh my god. Yeah, what the heck? Just making sure I don't have any grubby marks on my sweater. So, turkeys. Obviously, I don't know if you know this, but uh, domestic turkeys, the turkeys that we're eating for Thanksgiving, are mostly domestic turkeys, I think all domestic They're turkeys, unless you're hunting them. Mm. Domestic turkeys are dumb. D-U-M dumb. Teeny weeny, teeny without, wee brain. Without the B. P? Yeah, yeah. they're teeny pea brain. The mm. Domestic turkeys, you have to go out and chase them indoors in the rain, otherwise they look up in the rain and they'll drown themselves. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's pretty funny. That's look, fucking they, dumb. They look, the water's coming down, they're like, what the fuck is the rain like that? And they, then they're, they drown. So you have to chase them indoors. <gasps> oh, that's really pathetic. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so when 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 a president pardons a turkey. Well, it, wait, I'll get to that. Okay. Yeah, so the, All right. So so the wild turkeys though mm-hmm. are very smart. Uh, yes. Benjamin Franklin did not advocate, as some say, for the turkey to be the national bird. There's a little controversy about that. Um, but. Uh, but he was a fan of the turkey. Wild turkeys are very smart, and I think it was Theodore Roosevelt who said, one of our presidents, who said that uh, the turkeys are kind of on par with the deer as, as in terms of how hard they are to hunt. But he was talking about hunting wild turkeys with a small-bore rifle as opposed to a shotgun. Mm. But uh, wild turkeys very smart. Domestic turkeys very dumb. Um, only the wild ones can fly. Domestic turkeys are not able to fly, as mm-hmm. we all Americans probably learned in that classic episode of WKRP in Cincinnati, where they do a radio, it's about a radio station in mm. Cincinnati, and they do a promotion to promote Thanksgiving. They, they you know, as a, as a thing for their listener appreciation, all their listeners gather, and they throw a thousand live turkeys out of a helicopter, 
<laughs> they, they, without realizing that they can't fly, so well, they're all they can't. in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. It's on a TV show. Oh, God. They don't even yeah, it show didn't it. really happen. But, I mean, uh, it didn't really hurt only any the wild, turkeys. Only the, the wild tur turkeys can fly. Um, and not a huge distance. No, 40 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we they're had wild turkeys on the farm. I I've told you the story about when we cooked the turkey. I think I've told that story. Oh, would you like to? Well, I've well, got some more turkey facts. You tell me your turkey facts. I don't want to interrupt. So Come JFK on. is uh, is credited be for being the first president to pardon a turkey, but he didn't really pardon it or say that he <coughs> pardoned it. Mm -hmm. He um, he uh, he said let's keep let let's let him keep going, and they didn't kill the turkey. Mm -hmm. um, pardoning the turkey. Uh, started in Alabama with the governor in Alabama in the 1940s. So it was a it was a local tradition in Alabama. If you could believe that, the South is where they were pardoning turkeys. <laughs> um, but uh, in 1989, the first George Bush, President George Bush, was mm -hmm. the first one to uh, to start pardoning turkey. <laughs> oh, Ed, he had a, worry, an Rich. aggressive turkey hanging out at a public rose garden in Oakland. And had to be trapped and relocated. Wow. Mm. Oakland's a notoriously aggressive turkey. John, as God is my witness, I thought tur turkeys could fly. Wild turkeys. They wild. They can fly up into the trees, obviously. That's what Keyes is saying here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I like your story about your Grand Jeep Cherokee. You hit a turkey with yeah. a grand. She cracked the bumper. Yeah, turkeys yeah. can. Wild ones can fly. Okay, um, and as God is Rich's witness, he also th thought turkeys could fly. The wild ones can. Um, yes. Yeah, the wild ones can. So, um, <coughs> so H.W. Bush, George H.W. Bush uh, in 1989 was the first president to officially pardon a turkey. And now that's a thing that's going on. Right. Um, so with much aplomb and a do. And wild turkeys, when they're, when they're very young, they, they have... They, they establish whether they're the alpha turkey or not. They have some kind of battle that goes on. <laughs> the alpha male. The turkeys yeah. have a very hierarchical structure, like like primates do. And unlike primates, once it's sorted out, that's it for life. Now I'm not sure what the lifespan of turkeys are, but it's not not like a hundred years or anything, obviously. Mm. Um, but six, roughly six out of 170 male turkeys are allowed to mate. Um, I don't know why that fraction hasn't been reduced. Uh, How many? What fraction? Six out of one hundred and seventy. Um, oh, that's yeah, a bit mean. Because of the alphaness of it, yeah, it is mean. But that's how oh. they do it. The Mayans, the ancient Mayans, yeah. loved turkeys and domesticated them as long ago as one thousand BC, or possibly even before that. Um, huh? In the in the mid eighteen hundreds, is that the Victorians? Eighteen mid eighteen hundreds, or yeah, that's Queen Victoria. Yeah. So that so. That's when uh, the turkey was. The euphemisms came up for white meat and dark meat and drumsticks because the Victorians didn't want to say breast meat and upper leg meat and lower leg meat. Thigh meat. So they, Thigh meat. They said, That's oh, so Victorian. Meat, dark meat and drumsticks. Right. Gosh. Um, goodness gracious me. Turkeys, uh, uh, wild turkeys, domestic turkeys cannot fly, but turkeys can swim. Even the dumb ones that like to drown in the I rain? I think even the dumb ones can swim, but uh, I'm <laughs> I not just, sure. I they just, probably don't get an opportunity to swim. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't want um, to try it out on a super dumb bird. Okay, I'm going to tell my turkey story, and then I'm going to, and then I have to fl fly off, flap off, as a turkey would do. Okay. Okay. Or, or are you at your end of your facts, or have you got? Well, um, 
the turkeys were endangered here in the United States, mm-hmm. um, and they had a real problem because they would raise wild turkeys, but then when they released them into the wild, they didn't know to, how to hunt. They didn't know how to be no, of course. or avoid predators. They didn't know how to be turkeys, and so they had a real trouble, a real problem breeding up stock and increasing the wild population of turkeys, even though they stopped hunting them. But in 1951, they had a breakthrough. They would catch wild turkeys with a net. They would have this net with explosives. And so they, the wild turkeys would come in, they'd blast the net, and the net would go over the wild turkeys and trap them. Yeah. And then they would take those turkeys and relocate them to another habitat and let them breed up. That was the breakthrough in the 50s that allowed them to re-propagate, repopulate uh, habitats with wild turkeys. I, I, I'm, not, and by 19, yeah, I'm and not sure I completely understand the story, but but you don't have to redo they it. Couldn't, they couldn't breed wild turkeys and then release them to increase the wild population of turkeys. So mm-hmm. they had to capture, in a place where there were turkeys, they had to capture turkeys from there who knew what they were doing and then move to, them to a place where there were less turkeys so they could breed up and they'd leave some turkeys here and then repopulate a place where there were no turkeys. And the breakthrough was wow, okay. this technology of this net that would catch the catch the wild turkeys without harming them, and the population of wild turkeys today is uh, roughly one and a half million. I don't know how they that know that. is a lot. Yeah, nice one, Jen. She recommends catching all wild things with explosives. Um, mm. Mm. That's how they like to fish in Indonesia. They just drop dynamite into the water, and it. <laughs> Everything does. Well, they do this well, they thing. They do the this top. thing. The other thing they do is they <coughs> they throw a little bit of cyanide in, and the fish don't completely die, but they get all stunned and like they're dead, and they and they float to the top, and they scoop them all up, and then they send them to Hong Kong to the restaurants where they revive and they swim around in tanks so that people can choose live fish. Okay, and then I'm going to tell my la- my my Turkish story, and then I've got to flap off, and then you need to go through the comments because there's someone there who's really dying for the spinach madeleine recipe, and Todd, of course, the f bomb T-shirt will be coming out on Thanksgiving day because what do i have to be thankful for you lot and how much you like me dropping f-bombs especially uh, when i'm wearing my f-bomb shirt so we decided that we were going to catch one of the wild turkeys on the farm we lived on and my mum was going to cook it and it was at christmas time and as you know new zealand christmas is summer so it's quite warm and so when the turkey was and it was disgusting you know we had to pluck it you know, I think you guys call plucking something else when you have to take out all the feathers. That was disgusting and it stunk. So we've helped my mum pluck it. I think we, you know, probably gave up and made her do most of it because it was so vile. And then we cooked it. And when we cooked it, it was on, uh, we were having it for uh, Christmas Eve dinner. And we went out to some friends for drinks beforehand. And uh, and when we came home, we were like, what is that on the windows? And the windows were covered with wild big black flies and they were just so drawn by the smell of the cooking turkey that they had just plastered all the windows of the kitchen they were just you know let us in let us in that smells really great and of course it smelt revolting and no one wanted to eat the turkey Mm. and i think we did to humor my mom because she'd made gravy and everything else but it was not a success and that was a once as we call it in our family when it doesn't go well and it's embarrassing or not yummy we call it a once and we never ever do it again but you do like turkey now um yeah well that was i was actually thinking about that the other day you know being in my you know pescatarian phase that i'm in right now yeah will i, didn't, I, I didn't be know eating? will you eat the turkey well oh will, yeah, that's Mr. will lady jerry yeah, have the turkey on. for thanksgiving will i the answer you seek is yes hmm 
Well, Mr. Well, Predicto seems to think you will. Fire up the fart machine and let's celebrate. <laughs> yeah, let's have a few toots. Before. Okay. Yeah. The other thing is, is I was thinking about it this morning and I was having a dream about the kind of toast that I was going to be eating. I was going to be having some fig jam and then some of that really delicious sort of, you know, creamy San Andre cheese or maybe even the goat cheese with a truffle oil in it and then in my mind we had leftover pizza in the fridge and i was going to come down and i was going to heat up the pizza and put fig jam and uh the go the truffle goat cheese on it and have that for breakfast and then i woke up and i and then i must have been drinking you know thought about the turkey as well because it was a lot of food going on and then i woke up and i remembered no leftover pizza in mm. the fridge <laughs> I really wanted to go. Da, 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 da. Yeah, well, <laughs> it doesn't do it that. Doesn't offer that. Okay, maybe, mm, we can, mm, maybe we'll mm, have mm. pizza for dinner tonight. Um, oh, all right, maybe. love to love you, Lady Terry. Yeah, love to love all of you. Of Zane. Uh, yeah, Until we meet again, yeah. as they say. Yeah, adios, adios from mm. Lady Jerry. Yes. Bios uh, con Dios. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm just going to go find my Dios. Mm. Oh, Where are you? Don't so, be a star, Dios. Sister Sue, yeah, this answer the spinach, madeleine, Velveeta question. Well, no, it's not with, it doesn't have Velveeta in it. Uh, the re there's different cheeses that are called for by different recipes. It's got, it's got uh, condensed milk. It's got, uh, usually it's kind of a white, here the rest, the best recipes that I've found involve a, a kind of a white, there's a white Mexican cheese that's quite good, but it's sort of a white soft cheese. And you want the spinach madeleine with the sautéed Ritz cracker crust. Do not do the breadcrumb trick that some of the, I think the River Road recipe, which I was just trying to look up while Belinda was telling the story, um, has, has it, said, it says breadcrumbs. You don't want the breadcrumb crust. You want the Ritz cracker crust. Trust me on that. Um, I don't think Lady Jerry is pregnant, Sue, but uh, it's possible. Um, <laughs> Dave, you miss Lady Jerry already. Yeah, well, it's, these things happen. Um, Turkey's got their name over confusion with guinea fowl imported from Turkey. In Turkey, they're called um, Hindi. Well, that's an Robert. That's a good, uh, you know, a guy named Robert on the internet told me that turkeys got their name over confusion with guinea fowl imported from Turkey. Um, Robert Mannering. Uh, in Turkey, they're called Hindi. Now, in Turkey, are turkeys called Hindi, or in Turkey, are guinea fowl called Hindi? It's a bit confusing. Um, but... Yes, Ed. Well, the New York Times cooking app, the New York Times has some great recipes, but uh, I, for the spinach madeleine, trust me, you can do some Googling and comparing of recipes and just make sure you do the Ritz cracker crust. You're going to be fine. Not cottage cheese, though. Not cottage cheese, Carol. No, that's the wrong answer. Um, pick up Boston Market spinach every Thanksgiving, Jen. Why not? I agree. Boston Market is the Thanksgiving restaurant, <laughs> let's face it. Um, but you could still get that spinach that they have, and you could, this Ritz cracker, you take the Ritz crackers, you crumble them up, you mix them with a quite a ridiculous amount of butter, and saute them in the pan. They soak up the butter, they get they get a little mushy and dry, then you put them on top of the the whatever spinach that you've got there, and then you bake it a little while until the, till they, till the Ritz crackers dry out a little bit more. Mm. So good. Uh, all right. Turkeys are called Hindi. Thank you. Thank you, Robert, for clarifying that with me. I've got it now. 
Carol bought a Popeye's turkey and uh, <laughs> had a little scared. Hmm. Bought a Popeye's turkey, never had, and a little scared. Oh, you're a little scared of the Popeye's turkey. Well, I don't know much about that, but I don't think Popeye's is that bad. No, Cottage cheese, not cottage cheese, Carol. Um, I see. That may be the name of that cheese. That may be the name of that cheese. I'm no expert. I'm not... I'm, I'm barely monolingual. Hmm. So, thanks to everybody who's here today. Where are we at on time? I think we're about ready for the seize the day. The fun meter, we've done our job. Hit the gas machine one more time. We've done all the things. Mr. Predicto, I've taken my temperature. I didn't ask Lady Jerry where the marriage is at, but I have to tell you, from my own experience, the marriage today is uh, probably eight and a half. We had a little rough time this morning. Totally my fault. I was a bit grumpy because I had such a crap night's sleep. Um, and Lady Jerry was so sweet to me, which is really important. You've got to be... Um, I wish I had been more sweet to her. She was so sweet to me. Anyway, um, our marriage is fuerte today, even though I'm not bilingual. Bilingual. You had a bad experience with a wild turkey. Rich, mm, that's a great story for another day. Um, Jen, you did the last chicken last night, rolled in Ritz crackers and shredded chicken, made a sauce, best chicken you've ever had. I bet that was good. Um <laughs> Oh wow! You've got the you've got the little uh, you've got the recipe there from Pinterest. You don't have to pay anything for those Pinterest recipes, Ed. Um, <laughs> trying to see what you can put pork panko on for Thanksgiving dinner, Scott. Well, you can put it on anything. Um, all right. Keith says I was biking down a steep hill once and scared up some wild turkeys. Nearly wiped him out. Hmm. No, you don't want to go out. You don't want to be taken out by a bunch of wild turkeys. Uh, all right. Oh, Ed, you're all vegetarians. Wow. You mix recipes from different countries, America, Mexico, Burmese, and Indian this year. That sounds good. Uh, maybe in the group chat we can share some recipes. Let's share some recipes. I'll see if I can find a good spinach madeleine recipe, put it in the group chat, and uh, and we'll see you there. And if you're not in the group chat, you go to the Facebook page, my Facebook page, so I asked to be in the group chat, and if I, I haven't been in there for a while, so if you're waiting to get admitted, I'm going to do that later today. Today's Seize the Day is from Neil Armstrong, which is uh, the first astronaut to set foot on the f moon, American, at, at, that we know of. <laughs> Some of those ancient Mayans, they were domesticating turkeys 1000 B.C., so how do we know they didn't go to the moon first um, and leave a biodegradable space capsule there? That's now gone. I don't know how how things can. I don't think things can biodegrade on the moon. Well, scratch that. I'm not a scientist. Neil Armstrong, first man on the moon, as far as we know. Just suffice it to that. Today sees the day. Neil Armstrong says, "I believe every human has a finite number of heartbeats. I don't intend to waste any of mine." Hmm. Well, it's certainly true that uh, when your life is over. That was you had a finite number. There's no more heartbeats after that. Now I don't know if there's a way to know how many heartbeats you have ahead of time, but I think it's safe to assume that we're all going to die and have a finite number of heartbeats. But we don't know that for sure either. We don't know for sure that we're all going to die. We may live forever. Uh, so please stay hydrated 
and uh, we may download ourselves into computers, in which case uh, less water is better for uh, electronics. Or we may uh, we may propagate ourselves into new cloned bodies. Propagate. We may download our consciousness into new bodies. There's a lot of ways that we could f- wind up immortal. And uh, <laughs> the way this Varinus pandemic is going, um, I don't know how pleasant it is, it's going to be to live forever. I mean, this is starting to getting starting to get monotonous, and we've got a limited amount of things to do. But even when you, if you had everything possible to do, if you had an infinite amount of time to do it. Uh, things would get monotonous at that point. Uh, Chariots of the Gods, is that... Uh, is that... Uh, what's his name there, um, Ed? Chariots of the Gods is, in fact... Oh, Eric Von Daniken. Uh, all right. Well, Chariots of the Gods, we'll see how he does. He's probably predicted that we've been to the moon already in a biodegradable spaceship... I can't wait to find that out. Meanwhile, happy Thursday, first Friday to everyone. We'll see you tomorrow for our Friday happy hour. Um, we share our recipes on the Facebook group. Take care of yourselves. I'm adding this to the end, end of the show reminders. Try and be nice to an asshole. And don't give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. Happy first Friday. See you all tomorrow.